today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We've been talking about what's going on with the Claremont Access. It's a, I mean, it's a problem. They've got some, the walls, you know, the walls have, some of them have buckled a little bit. There's been some issues. Um, it's a nice way of saying they failed, I suppose, in, in some places. And now the downbound lanes are closed for a couple months while the city figures out what it is that it's going to do. But what does it do? That's, I mean, that's the, I was going to say the million dollar question. It might be more than that. Well, the first thing they have to do, the first thing the city is looking into is how significant is the problem? Well, joining us to discuss this, Dan McKinnon is the head of Hamilton's Public Works. Dan, thanks for doing this this morning. Morning, morning Scott. Where um, a lot of people have been driving up the, the hill, so they've seen what's been going on there. Dan, where do things stand with the whole situation right now? So the, uh, the, the work that's taken place um, will start again next week and probably go till the end of February is really just kind of stabilizing the situation along the Claremont. And so the uh, crews that are out there will be inspecting each one of the panels um, beside, the, uh, beside the access and determining whether or not they've, uh, they think they can stay in place or, or if we have to maybe install some more rock anchors to stabilize them. And if they don't feel that they're confident um, that they can stay in place, then we'll have to remove some panels. Uh, but when we do that, we have to um, then we have to scale the rock face behind it. So it's kind of an arduous process to kind of go panel by panel to determine whether we can leave them in place or not. And this is really just kind of a short-term uh, measure so that we can uh, reopen the road again as uh, quickly as we can. Over the longer term, we're going to have to develop a, a longer-term strategy uh, likely get involved in some designs and then go to council with uh, a capital program to uh, to figure out what the long-term solution is going to be to this because uh, all we're doing right now is just a temporary measure. But when you talk about going and inspecting all these panels and, and looking and seeing if they're going to stay in place, uh, how do you do that? Because these are not see-through panels. Like, how do you know what is actually behind them to know if the same thing that caused these failures are going to cause other failures? You're exactly right, Scott. I mean, you can look at the face of the panel itself to see if the panel itself is um, failing, but it is difficult to see what's going on behind the panels until you get right up close to it. Um, and uh, that's what the guys are doing right now is they're, they're doing very close inspections of the, uh, the, the area behind the panels. When the panels were first installed, they, they, don't, um, they don't hug the escarpment face uh, really closely. There's a void between the back of the panel and the escarpment face, which, over, which was uh, backfilled at the time. And over, over the years, it's that kind of dynamic activity that happens behind the panels with the freeze-thaw cycle and tree roots and th- those types of things that can, can affect the, um, the uh, structural integrity of the panels in addition to the uh, condition of the panel itself. So uh, that's why it's, 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 it's slow work, and that's why it's going to take us a while before we feel we can get everything stabilized to the point where we can reopen the road. Is there any way, though, to actually see behind, or is it basically just the, the, it ha- has the panel been impacted and therefore we know what's going on behind it? There's no way to use radar or X-ray or anyth- anything like that. To actually, it's a metal wall. You're not going to be able to see through it, are you? There, there are some technologies. Uh, they have different uh, kind of levels of reliability um, that, that uh, you can kind of count on in those situations. There is, uh, it's like a radar technology. Um, I don't know that, uh, how, how effective it will be in this, this case. I think they are trying some of those uh, uh, different uh, technologies out there right now, but it's going to be a combination of those. I, I think at the end of the day the most reliable one is if you can visually get in there and have a good look at it. So. And again, what would you be hoping not to see? I mean, everyone's hoping that it's not a huge problem because if it is, it's it's a big problem. But what are you hoping not to see then? 
Well, you know, if, if you're going to see large voids back there, it's obviously an area where water can collect and, and freeze, and then that's, that, that can, as we all know, that can push uh, the panels out of place. Um, I think the, the biggest thing for us right now is just getting a, a comfort level with the integrity of the anchors that are holding the panels in place. And uh, if we find panels that we want to leave in place and um, we have to put new anchors in, then we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, but as I mentioned, there, there's likely going to be some panels that we'll have to remove, and then that means we're going to have to scale the rock face behind it. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.